Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. Even in the midst of the national nightmare we're currently in, we've got to laugh. With Trump Lear, David Carl and Nicole Biancasino have found what I feel is a pretty perfect blend of political incisiveness, sharp-witted humor, and straight up taking the piss out of the president. I spoke with the duo after a recent performance of Trump Lear. Take a listen. To the podcast, I'm really excited to have y'all on the show because I wanted to see Gary Busey's One Man Hamlet, which is now David Carl's celebrity <laughs> One Man Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I want to know if you got a cease and desist letter, uh, but uh, it, <laughs> unfortunately, I missed that show. And now, thankfully, I'm here for Trump Lear, uh-huh. which hopefully won't have to go through another name change. But like, I. I, I I'm very excited to see the show. I'm on the second night of the performances, and uh, please introduce yourselves. I'm going to start with the man who wrote the show, stars in the show, is uh, eating copious amounts of McDonald's in demand of the show. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, uh, my name is David Carl, and I, I do want to clarify that uh, the show is co-created by McCole Biancasino and I. So. I wrote it, but we spent a lot of time in the rehearsal room together creating the show. So more than the typical director relationship. Um, she, many of the jokes are hers, and, and uh, the show would not exist without her. Um, yeah, just to just to make sure people know. So um, wait a minute, who's that other person? That uh, person would be. My name is Biancasino, <laughs> and I have the great fortune of working with David, who obviously is very amazing, generous person to work with. Giving credit where credit's due. Very nice. This is how all podcasts should start. Yeah. Collaborators just loving just on each loving other. Loving each other. So your name's David Carl. It's not Carl David. I'm very confused. <laughs> Uh, so uh, you have to see the show to get that joke. Um, you should definitely come see the show. The show is Trump Lear. We're at Under St. Mark's. Yeah. And uh, this is a co-production with Frigid? Or like what's so, the deal? So Horse Trade and Frigid are co-producing us with Project Y Theater Company for this run. Um, and right now we're through August 12th. And if we do well, we can keep running it. So we hope to get a lot of butts and seats here. You damn well better do well. Um, okay, so this is... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I try not to editorialize. That's, that's not what this show is about. Right. I don't do reviews. Yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe it's my current politics uh, and the politics of just about everyone else in the rest of the United States of America yeah. at the moment. But I had a really good time watching this show. Thanks. And mm. uh, I want to talk about, well, I want to talk about a lot of things. But let's start at <laughs> like where the show came from. Like why... Uh, so for anyone, I, I made a little like joke at the start saying like I wish I had seen Gary Busey's One Man Hamlet, which yeah. is the show that I think a lot of people would recognize your name for, yeah. David. Um, if anyone it, does, it's yeah, probably that. Yeah, you had made this, you had made your name in doing this like fringe show circuit piece. Yeah, Gary Busey's One Man Hamlet, and now you take that concept of a one man uh, Shakespeare. Right. And play. Yeah, <laughs> it was just so brilliant. I mean, un- like to do, like, of course, to do Trump, and of course, you have to pick Lear. Like that's the, the obvious choice. But uh, I mean, I say that as someone who's like a theater fan, yeah. and someone who like you know knows Shakespeare a little bit, nowhere near as much as my Shakespeare nerd friends. Yeah. So, but it seems so obvious now. But I mean, I can't imagine it was so obvious at the start. What brought you to that idea of like this is how we do. A Trump piece, fucking a, we got to do Lear. Like, what brought you to that? Uh, yeah, I guess it, we got to Lear, kind of naturally. Like, you know, you go through all of them, right? You you do. You think about all of them, and it's like, oh yeah, they're about the same age. 
you know, he has three daughters. This guy, you know, he has three kids that we hear about the most or that seem really open to ridicule. Yeah, no, I need you to do Tiffany. <laughs> uh, God, that was so fucking funny. So all that seems kind of obvious. And, and then, and then we, you know, we started thinking about this about a year ago. And, and, and then it became very clear, like, oh, for us to just write this thing before the election, it's very, I don't want to write the thing twice, basically. I didn't want to, like, write a show, have something happen that would change the whole dynamic. So I wanted to see what happened to one, right? And then, I, and wow, then we, yeah. that's brave, because nobody thought this man would win. Well, I just, I, yeah, I didn't want him to. I didn't want to, I didn't want to write a show where it was a world where he had won. Uh, a show where he didn't win, I think, would have been very different. Um, I think it would have been, you'll, if you see it, there's a play within the play. We might have just done the play within the play as the show, if he, if he had lost. But because he won, McColl and I got very, a little bit bored with just doing the play within the play, and we're like, what if, what if you, the performer, have been kidnapped? I mean, yeah. and and that became more interesting. You lit up. Quite frankly, like it was like um, David wanted to do this Trump lyric, and I was just like, I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's funny. Yeah. I don't think he's funny. I don't think it's funny. It's not funny to yeah. me. Like it's not funny to me. So it's not, it's not a piece I want to work on. Um, and so then, but David is like very persistent and was like, I think we can find a way, like we can find a way to make it work and have it be whatever in our own small indie way, important. And like, we can do that. And then finally I'm like, what if it's you, you know, like what if it's the performer? What if it's actually this conundrum where it's like, you have this idea, but like, is it good to do it? Is it bad to do it? And like, are you somehow complicit when you're like having people enjoy Trump and moments, you know? And so that was the thing when we finally hit on that idea, then it's almost like the thing the, the structure was there that we could then fill in with all the ideas we'd had for a year. Um, That's what made it work. Yeah. Like, I for think you? it had been, well, I mean, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I'm too. not a reviewer. I'm yeah. somebody who was sitting in the audience yeah. and yeah. was like, I'm going to talk to these people after yeah. the show. I should be thinking about this. <laughs> and, like, the thing that hit me was like, oh, my God, that's why it works. It's like, it's not because it's so obvious to compare, compare to Trump to Lear. No. It's not so, it's yeah. not because it's so obvious that you have the three kids, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it's because you put yourself, yeah. Carl David, mm -hmm. David right. Carl, yeah. into the piece. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what made it an interesting, it made it not only funny because of that right. separation that we have, but also really incisive. Like yeah. it, it made it a political piece without being a, you know, like bad, Quote, like serious. bad political right. theater piece, totally. which is something you have to avoid at all costs, uh -huh. any theater artists. So like, I mean, you have to do things about politics that aren't just like Preaching. right at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So how did you find that? Like, you know, you, you found this this way into the story. You found a way to, you know, uh, to create this world around it where you could talk about real issues yeah. while also making it super funny. I don't laugh out loud as loudly as I do uh -huh. did in this show. As <laughs> like so often so yeah. like how did you come to that piece is it was it just like Nicole saying like uh I think this is funny or I think this is not <laughs> some of that. funny I mean, some of that yeah. but I mean that's honestly but also yeah. the thing is too I think like once once David once we decided it was going to be like well it's about you you know David's but like you because David's been playing Trump like that's the thing he's been in Boston like making a living playing Trump all last year wait talk about that so yeah I did so I did a month in Boston really leading up to the election at Laugh Boston doing a show called Trump Takes on Boston and it was a, a show that ended with me debating the audience um, as Trump they would come up and I debate like seven people a night five nights a week you had obviously um, studied the character that yeah was very obvious. and then I did my own show here called Road to the White House where I did all the all the debates where I played all of the candidates 
like a day or two before they happened. So I'd spent, I'd spent two years playing all of them. Uh, and then really kind of hoping he would just lose and then I move on with my life. Uh, and then, you know, that did not happen. Um, so that was like, like David's thing of like, well, he can do this Trump. You know, like, so, yeah. so that, it's, it's like, I feel like we put a lot of reality into a comedy actually, yeah. which is like, you know, like how does it feel to be like, getting laughs off of this like not so great all the time yeah. you know so it's like and also like what do you do like when actually this thing that you do really well is helping your career and you actually want it to go away for the rest yes. of the country yes. but it's helping your yeah. career that's in the piece which is brilliant yeah. yeah yeah when people say like i've had people say like oh you're trading on his name aren't you happy that like he's around so you can make money and you can have a livelihood and, you're like, and it makes no. me so mad when people say that and they don't mean to they don't they, mean to say they don't mean it, it. Some negatively but like but I, don't, I don't think they mean to be mean but it, it, it's it's one of those things that like I'm saying it now so people know. Don't say that to me. And it's, so it's in the play. Please, like, I have Trump say that. Please do not say that yeah. to me. Uh, and it's fine. I get it. I get it. We all say things about people right, like, oh, Tina Fey's career was made yeah. because of Sarah Palin. Like, oh, yeah, nobody yeah. thinks that. And it's like, fine. Don't say yeah. that because it's not true. I mean, I say idiotic things to doctors all the time. I don't know. You know what I mean? People say things about other people's professions. It's fine. Yeah. But that's, that's what I don't like. That's fair. And it's in the show. I mean, we're we're a very misunderstood procession. We especially are. when but then there's are... a hypocrisy to it. So it's yeah. like because uh, it's like yeah, it's to a certain degree like terrible things exist in the world and we do things about them and because of that we make art. I don't know. But it's then weird. It's also fun. Like the thing the thing that was also fun is like you know just like <laughs> coming up with like the horrible things that someone would say to cut you down and have it really yeah. hurt. Yeah. And there's something. <laughs> so fun about that well it's fun but it's also a double-edged sword it's horrifying yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the process was fun but like oh this is going to be so fun because this is actually really going to bother you and here's yeah. how we're going anybody. to tear you down yeah. every single night yeah. david carl yeah. yeah i mean how do you deal how do you deal with that how do you work through that <laughs> i mean it's it's probably the same thing that makes me be a performer at all in a way it's like it's it's this stupid thing that uh, i have as a performer where i, I want to come up and there's such a high op opportunity for me to fail I do. Not every joke gets a laugh. Not every show gets applause. Not I don't every, know. Not every, every, I, if there were <laughs> if there was a joke that didn't get a laugh tonight, I missed it. Well, like, thank you. But you know what I mean, right? Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's I, pre you. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you so much. But, but, <laughs> it, but it's like they're, they're you know, just just take auditioning, right? Like right. even yeah. if you're if you're just you're killing it, you're having a great year, you're 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 basically not booking over ninety percent of your auditions usually. So it's like there's a lot of failure in my life anyway. So I was like, let's bring it on the stage into this, this safe make-believe place. And I, speaking, speaking of like failure and the very difficult nature of performing independent theater, I, I wish he were still here, but he left. I really wanted to give a big shout out to your stage manager, yeah. to oh. the guy who's running your tech. Yeah. Because yeah. he, like, audience, uh, you have not seen the show yet. You should be on your way to see this right away. Uh, now that I have sent this out into the internet ether, but mm. really, like, the stage manager's straight up crashing it. He's, you have a yeah. super difficult tech. It's yeah. a two person show. His it name is Michael really Montalbano. Is. Yeah. Michael Montalbano um, just finished medical school, is about to start his residency. Wait, what? Yeah. Seriously? He, yeah. We have oh a doctor God. as our tech. <laughs> He's also a brilliant improviser and musical improviser. As someone who's married to a doctor, yeah. who is a better theater technician than I am, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. feel that. Like, yeah. really literally, funny. my wife is a better like tech than I am that's and, and I do tech so yeah. she's wonderful I so, love that you have a doctor oh, that's amazing he's incredible um, I, we've worked with him for five years now um, since the first thing that solo show we created uh, yeah he's amazing uh, 
But he's like a second actor. I yeah. mean, like that. The yes. other part is. That's why I bring yeah. it up because so yeah. he's, he's really he's, important to yeah. the success of the show. And um, yeah. I just couldn't believe, like, when we were first kind of workshopping this, that he was just so on with his cues. So now, I mean, it's in an almost dangerous position where it's like, how do we do the show without him? Because yeah. his. His timing is that of an actor. It's very good. Um, he is, because he is. He is yeah, a, he's he an actor. He actually performs musical improv once a week. Yeah, I mean, so. he's... Oh, great. really? Where? Yeah. Uh, the People's Improv Theater. Awesome. Yeah. Let's yeah. just give a shout-out to wherever he was doing it, because that's Yeah, great. which is where the show started. We did yeah, start it there, yeah. Oh, really? You did this at, at the, the Pit? Yeah, yeah, we did three, like, workshop performances at the cool. Pit. Yeah. And the lovely folks at Horse Trade have welcomed you yeah. into this underground lair which is yeah. that is one of the best independent theater places this in is the like, city. Yeah, this is my favorite small theater in Me the too. city. I love performing here. I love Erez. And I just think that this is like when you come down and you smell that horrible smell of the steps, but then you come <laughs> into the air conditioned theater, you're just yeah. like, yeah, this is like nice and, and yet old and iconic and dirty, but still a great place. To and see you theater. walk up to the bar and you're yeah. like, I can get this sweet double stout yeah, <laughs> or just, I can just like drop a couple bucks and get a Narragansett it's a great and place. you're going to enjoy yeah. a really killer fucking show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it here. First thing I saw was a Neil Labute play that Frank Boyd was in, and wow, yeah, that's like eleven that's a years throwback. Ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bash, Bash, I think. You anyway. saw Bash here? Yeah, it was good. Damn, it was really good. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, I've never seen Bash. I've it was read good. it. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Neil this Labute. is the right place to see Bash. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's super intimate. It was perfect. I mean, he's a really good actor. The guy's really good. Frank Boyd, and uh, yeah. So tell me about like what's this is probably uh, a little bit too far into the future because this is the second <laughs> performance of uh, Trump Lear. But so you went from Gary Busey's One Man Hamlet yeah. to this, and it's obvious, you know, after the uh, after November twenty sixteen, you got to do something about Trump. Like, so what do you do next? How do you figure out what uh, Nicole and uh, David Carl Carl David's next show is like well, how do you how do you find well, that this sort of yeah. for now is our next show yeah. like for this this show we'd love to try to run it we'd love to like maybe bring it to Edinburgh or something yeah. next summer so like this is like the show that this sort show of... is like really like a throwback piece by next summer that's like, what yeah. I'm let's really to. hope no, that, yeah. would be nice. that would be amazing yeah. but that's um, what it's in the future so but we're yeah. sort of always pitching ideas to each other yeah. of, and then many ideas, none, some of which we don't ever repeat, you know, but it's like, I'll be like, oh, I really want to do this. And David's like, oh, that sounds interesting. But then it's not. So and then it's you sort throw of, it away. Yeah, okay. we sort of throw it away. Yeah. And then, you know. It has to be one that we're both that super, we're both super really excited about. about. I think in general, like, I know I'm really interested in something a little lighter and whimsical and fun next, <laughs> just because for my own sanity, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for something pure fun. And we were actually thinking of maybe not doing a solo show next. Yeah. So that would oh, be, really? yeah, that would be yeah, a yeah, different yeah, yeah. kind of thing. But to do a solo show is really good for us because like I have three kids yeah. and David has like his comedy and stuff. So it's like- I'm busy we failing can, all the time. No, but no, like, other, so it's like- Welcome it's like, to independent theater. But like we can, <laughs> not working around other people's schedule, yeah. just one other person yeah. is amazing. It is. And I think it's like allowed us to do this work and like to tour at different places, like, you know, the yeah. David Carl Celebrity Hamlet, we toured all over the place because it's just like two people's schedules to work out. Yeah. So to me, that's what is exciting about making solo work too, is like you can, it can live for a really long time yeah. rather than like a big 10, 10 person play. It's like, you can't, you can't redo it everywhere. You can't just right, pop it right. up in the same way. And there's, there's so, I mean, there's puppets, there is tech, there is 
uh, oh, yeah, your technician, which we said here, but yeah. it is relatively movable. Which yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's very which movable. Is, it's nice. a suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. The Tamlet's a suitcase. This one, probably two suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the show is Trump Lear. We are at Under St. Mark's. You should definitely come see this. Uh, so try to catch it before. When does the show close? Uh, uh, August 12th as yeah. of now. But yeah. We'll see. And it's so. every weekend. Um, and sometimes it's at 2 o'clock matinee, and sometimes it's at 8 p.m. Yeah. So check Dates it out. Dates will be available. Trumplear.com. Brilliant. That was going to be my next question. Where do you find more information? Trumplear.com. Yeah. yeah. You, must, you must have been the only ones trying to grab that domain We were. Name. We were. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Trump uh, and Shakespeare don't really go together usually, so. Well, it yeah. works really it worked, well it worked in this out. instance. Thank you both so much Thanks for, for coming. Yeah. It was great to Thank have you. you in the audience. Great. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, David and Nicole, for hanging out after the show to chat. You can, and really should, catch Trump Lear at Under St. Mark's, 94 St. Mark's Place in Manhattan, through August 12th, 2017. Head to com for a link to tickets and more information. And if you're feeling inspired to get involved in politics, you should check out the League of Independent Theater, the organization advocating in the political realm on behalf of the interests of indie theater artists like you and me. Join today at litny.org. Membership is completely free, and from there, get involved with Lit's efforts. Again, to sign up and for more information, head to litny.org. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please give it a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. Until next time, go see a show. Yeah, because I was the guy who was laughing like a freaking fool. Good, because I like that. <laughs> it was so I laughed fun. too, though. At this show. I mean, I was laughing so hard. And before I turn off the mic, yeah. quick shout out to the folks of A Brief History of Beer. Woo! Woo! Beer, beer, beer.